Hey, Brinson families, this is your school psychologist and your school counselor coming to you with information you need to know to be smarter than the average bear. Today's episode, Tips from a Teacher. So, we're here today. Hey, Miss Arbella Fredericks. Hi, Mr. Swickline. How are you? Good. Good. We have a special guest today. Um, we have with us a fourth grade teacher, and I think we should play a game to see if people can guess who it is. So, it's like, guess who? So, does your person have blonde hair? <laughs> does your person have green eyes? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, we're, we're going to get started? Let's on try that? it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, all right. We'll give yeah, it up. It's Miss Cornwell. It's fine. <laughs> Hi, Miss Cornwell. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. I hope you are. Yeah. Did your class go well this morning? You had your second Zoom today, right? My fabulous fourth graders checked in at 9 a.m. and capped me online until quarter to 10 with great questions. Yeah. How are they responding to it? Um, They are excited. Um, They'd rather be in school, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Never thought Who you'd knew? say that, right? Right. Who knew? Um, but they are pioneers right now, so they are helping me learn, and they are very gracious in their questions and their patience. Um, but I was able to figure out this morning on Zoom how to share my screen mm -hmm. because they were having okay. trouble um, logging in. So I said, well, let me be you. And that was really a huge leap for me because I'm not tech savvy. Yeah. Um, and it worked. And so I was able to actually log in as some of them to make sure that the links worked because oh, okay. my computer doesn't have the same safeguards that their computers yeah. do. Right. So you were pretending to be a student and saying, hey, this is how you do it. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. And so you learned something, they learned something. And the Zoom program is great because you can record as well as share your screen so that the students who maybe weren't in on that Zoom session could see that as well, if you had any that weren't. And yeah. probably the parents, too. Right. Like, yeah. Um, I'm not doing that as of yet for some other reasons. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm going to do some video clips myself and post them, um, I think, after I get kind of weed out the questions right. yeah. so that they're, they're not repetitive. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, Ms. Cornwell, I know you've been a teacher for quite some time. And so we would love for you to just share a short little bio so we can get to know kind of your background, where you're coming from in education, um, and how we're going forward with this, you know, like you said, pioneering um, this online learning. Okay, so I grew up in the state of New York, right outside of um, New York City, um, in a little small town on the Hudson River. So when I moved here, um, I was 30, and I had um, taught for a number of years and had two children of my own, two and four. My parents had retired and moved here. And um, so my boys were little, so I got to be a stay-at-home mom for a while. And then as they grew, I taught preschool for a number of years because people said that I couldn't get a job um, in a southern school as a northerner. <laughs> and um, That's so all that's down here now is I know, so that was really interesting. I really took that to heart. So um, <laughs> it took me a while to get up the courage to take the test because, you know, I'd been out of college for a long time. Mm -hmm. But I did, and a um, one of my students at the preschool's dad was a principal, and I asked him to look over my resume um, to see what he thought, and he said, well, go ahead and take the test. And so, like, on a wing and a prayer, I sat down one day and just hit the send button. <laughs> I was like, what have I done? Um, but God has a plan. And I ended up getting an interview 
took the test in November, didn't even have the results, got, a re got an interview in December here at Brinson for a third grade position that I didn't get, but I got a kindergarten position like four weeks later. Oh, at Brinson. At Brinson. Ooh, wow. The school that I couldn't get into because I wasn't Southern. So I've been here <laughs> ever. And when I got hired by Barbara Clark, who was fantastic principal at the time, she said, I said to her, I am not a kindergarten teacher. I love kindergarten teachers, but that is not me. And she said, I get it. You're going to the upper grades. And so as soon as she had an opening the next year, she put me in fourth grade where I absolutely love. This is where I'm meant to be, I think. Yeah. So you've been at Brinson for how 14, you say, 14, 14 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, and Miss Miss Cornwell is probably not going to brag about herself, but I'm going to brag about her for just a Please minute. Please do. Uh, Miss Cornwell was actually nominated as our Teacher of the Year. Uh, teacher was it Teacher Ambassador of the mm -hmm. Year um, by the staff. So the yeah, staff nominate absolutely. and um, and vote for that. So she did get that honor this year. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank it's, you. It's a big deal. It, it is a your, big deal. Your colleagues vote for you and so um people respect yeah. miss cornwell and so that's why we're um one of the many reasons why we want to talk to you today yes so you have been in fourth grade almost all of your teaching career here at brinson so you started in Correct. kindergarten I for went a to year kindergarten, i taught fourth grade for two years i taught third grade for a year um because i had a special project um, and I was told that I was going down to third grade. Isn't that how they get you? They yeah. say, oh, we got something yeah. really cool for yeah. you Yeah, because we want you to loop. We want to try and experiment, and we're going to loop you back up with those kids into fourth grade. I was not happy, um, but, you know. Talk about like, pioneering. I'm like telling I said, you. Um, God had a plan, and um, it, it just so happened that I met a really special student that year and stayed with me for two years, and he totally changed um, my life really had a great impact on my life, and um, it was it was it was um, life changing. He taught me more about teaching that I didn't know. Um, taught me to ask questions that I didn't even know I didn't know. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And it it gave me a totally different perspective of of children. Yeah. Um, because he had an unfiltered mind, and so whatever thought popped into his mind popped out of his mouth. <laughs> And um, oftentimes they were very challenging, very thoughtful questions for a third grader or a fourth grader. Yeah, so yeah. that's that emotional connection that you have in the classroom. Um, it, it, it is emotional uh, having these empty classrooms. You know, we're sitting in Miss Cornwell's classroom right now, and it is quiet. It is not somewhere where she probably likes to be. Right? I miss my babies. Yeah. Empty. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. empty, yeah. right? Yeah. Empty mm -hmm. nest syndrome is something yeah. that, you know, yeah. our parents probably had when we went off to college. and. Uh, or not. <laughs> or not. Maybe not. I don't know. You know, sometimes at school, maybe we're like, oh, if we just had 15 minutes of silence, it would be great. But I, we want our kids back, don't we? We do. We miss them a lot. And yeah. being able to Zoom with them in the morning is, is a, a really nice thing to do for them and for me because it gives a little bit of stability. Yeah. Right. Predictability. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were talking about, a lot about that yesterday or on our on our last episode is how important that stability, that consistency of schedule, that regimented kind of daily routine, as far as even meal times, bathroom breaks, all of those things that you do in the classroom, you know your kiddos. It's 10, 15, we need a bathroom break. Mm -hmm. And they, may, our moms and dads at home, our grandma and grandpa may be seeing that at home as well. And just trying to, and that's one of the things that we wanted to ask you is, how do parents or how do people, whether it's mom, dad, grandma, aunt, uncle, whomever, how do they structure their day to make it look like your classroom? And maybe not just your classroom, but anyone's classroom. What are some things that moms and dads and people can do at home to say, 
let's make this look like school a little bit. Not to, aside from reading, writing, and math. What does? How can they mimic your classroom a little bit? So I decided how I would try to approach things was if I were homeschooling my two boys now, what what would I need to do? Mm -hmm. And I set up a schedule and shared it in Google Classroom for parents, a tentative schedule. So you get up in the morning, you have breakfast, you brush your teeth, and you show up at Don't school. Don't forget to brush your teeth. Yeah, you show up at school <laughs> at 8 o'clock. dirty breath. Yeah. Um, and so you start school at 8 o'clock as if you went on a normal day. So 8 o'clock is the start time. Mm -hmm. um, and you do your math first, and then you do your Zoom check-in. Um, and then I put things in Google Classroom so they would, after Zoom, they would check in their Google Slide activities for the day, do a few things, and then I put in a brain break. They can go to Go Noodle. Um, oh, they could great. check with Miss Davis. Mm -hmm. They could have snack, yeah. 15 minutes, go to the bathroom, Absolutely. take a breath, stretch, do all those kinds of things, and then come back and do a little bit more. So then I have them on the computer for a little bit. Then I have them doing an activity off the computer. Mm -hmm. So there's screen time, That's no great. screen time built in, okay. yeah. lunch time built in. Wow. Um, check back in after 1 o'clock and some other activities for them to do, and then go play and enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah. So I encourage families to start doing that kind of schedule from the yeah. beginning, and then it makes it easier, you know, to continue it for the long term. Mm -hmm. Right, like getting off, starting on, um, start from the very first day with that schedule instead of being like, this isn't working, yeah. what are we going to do now, and then try to implement a schedule. It's good to just kind of get it right off the bat so that the kids are used to that routine. Mm -hmm. um, but Have also having built-in flexibility in right, the schedule yeah. is great, too. Yeah. Have you noticed that they're following that somewhat? I mean, I know obviously at home things come up. It's going to be yeah. kind of a loose thing. Um, but have you seen that yeah. that's being followed somewhat? Or what's the feedback that you're yeah. getting? The, the students that are checking in on a regular basis mm -hmm. with me like it. They're, they were happy to see how to start, what to start. Mm -hmm. Um because it's new for them. I mean, they have no idea, right? And and I think the novelty is worn off. You right. know, like I can do whatever I want whenever I want after a while. Um, you know, the more time you have, sometimes the less productive you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So well, we crave structure. They People were, may not think it. They, they were do. excited about that. Yeah. Um, and so I think, like I said, next this week was kind of our week to play to kind of figure things out, and mm -hmm. then next week we'll talk a little bit more about what they need in that schedule, so I can tweak it for, you know, my forty-two students. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So aside from the obvious that it's online learning or virtual learning, however we want to call it, and you're normally standing in front of your class mm -hmm. or sitting with them here at this macaroni-shaped table, huh? how is teaching in the classroom similar to teaching online? We can talk about the differences all day long, but are there any similarities that you found right now? Um, well, the Zoom check-in, I did P2 this morning with them. So I'm, What's I'm, P2? Uh, positivity Project, Other People Matter. So That's we like were our doing character, that, education, our character program. education program. So I tried starting that this week, which is a level learning, mm -hmm. which is perfect. Yeah. Because um, you have to kind of love learning in order to do online school. Yeah. Um, so we talked to They were really excited to see that normalcy oh, sure. come back yeah. into their yeah. um, room. So that was that was a, a good similarity, things yeah. they already know I'm trying to bring in. Um, also, I'm trying to use tools that they've already been using, um, Google Classroom. We've been using Google Classroom okay. year, all year, mm -hmm. so it's not a new tool for them. Um, what they're seeing and having to do is new, but the structure itself. Um, I'm going to do videotaping mini lessons, so they'll be able to, again, see me teach but be able to go into Google Classroom, click on the little five-minute link, watch it, and then go do something. Okay. Same as That's, we would wow. in school. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to make... So I'm like repeated mirror, lessons. That's I'm trying repeated to mirror, lessons right there. Yeah, I'm trying to mirror kind of how we did things 
as much as my brain can wrap around it. Wow. The um, and I, I know I I've recorded some things as well, and um, I did a, a, a mindfulness lesson, and it was very strange because I was talking to the computer, and it was just. I'm like, so, so how, how did you guys do it today? And like yeah. kind of waiting, doing a pause. And um, do you kind of feel that missing the, the conversation back and forth with the kids? Or how are you receiving feedback from them when you're doing, a, a, say, a pre-recorded lesson or something? So the coolest thing, I think, at this point is having done a week already. So I'm working on next week. So I'm getting feedback from them in my morning check-ins mm-hmm. as to what worked, what didn't work, what connected, what didn't connect. Mm-hmm. And so then each week, yeah. we can evolve. But we're evolving together. So mm-hmm. instead of trying to like throw everything out and start all over, we're going to take what we have, and we're just going to keep tweaking it. Yeah, um, And that will keep us all stable, I hope. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think the other good positive thing out of this is that your lesson doesn't disappear. And, and I mean that in the sense that our kiddos or our students, our families, even us, we can go back and rewatch that lesson. Mm-hmm. We can reflect on our own teaching or our own methodology of presenting something. But then if a student's not quite sure or you want them to go back, you can send them that video again or mm-hmm. send them that lesson again and say, no, 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 I want you to redo this or I want you to look at this again. And that's probably helpful not only for our students but for our families as well because I'm sure they're scratching their head. How do I teach fourth grade math? Or how, how are we supposed to check for understanding or comprehension during this lesson? And I think that might be an underlooked mm-hmm. positive trait about this online learning or this virtual learning. And another thing that brings up is um, how your parent-teacher interaction or relationship has changed or um, maybe you've gotten stronger, um, because I know this is relying a lot on the parents to yeah. monitor this, to help their kids. Now, how have you seen that relationship evolve with this online learning? Um, well, I've gotten a lot of Bloom's messages from parents. I've gotten a lot of text messages. I've gotten a lot of phone calls from messages um, from parents. And basically, it's we're in this together. You know, grab your kiddo, because they already... They already know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. to make them do it. I mean, it's a lot of them are. Oh, I'm um, sure the kids are. I don't know how to do this. Yeah, <laughs> so it's they're it's, lying. It's trying to figure out the balance, um, you know, of of parents knowing what their kid can and can't do, and they really don't. Yeah. I mean, in in fairness to the parents, they're not sure either. Um, None so of us are, though, either. It's trying to, um, when you do your Zoom meeting, if parents have questions, they can join in, too. Um, and so I just keep saying to them, it's in Google Classroom. Have your student go read. The yeah. directions are there. Mm-hmm. Have them go read. You know, yeah. those kinds of things. Um, because what I'm trying to do, the kids already have been doing year-round. Right. So yeah. it's not as if all of a sudden I dropped a bomb on them and said, figure it out. Um, yeah. You know, but, but it takes... A different setting. They're at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too. With distractions in the background, and you know, animals crawling in and out. Animals right. and keeping. Siblings. We were talking about making dinner <laughs> earlier and cooking, and there's a lot. I think we just added another thing to the parents' plates. I'm sure moms and dads are just swimming, and their mm-hmm. eyes are wide open. Um, but that comes back again to what we talked about earlier in our previous episode. Is don't get overwhelmed. Right. If you're overwhelmed, walk away, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, and I think that's a message that people still need to hear and will need to hear for some time is 
It's important. School is important. Learning is important, absolutely. But as you start to feel overwhelmed or frustrated or upset, just take a few steps back. Take that brain break. Check in with Miss Davis or mm-hmm. or watch, you know, the Baby Shark video or whatever, brain break. Or the you, mindfulness video. Or a mindfulness <laughs> video that our wonderful school counselors put out. All of those things. Access those and just take a step back from the learning online because really this first week and even probably the first few weeks of each new lesson, once we introduce math, once we introduce science, we're going to have to take a step back and, and start slowly and, and turn up the temperature and build up the, the intensity of our instruction and our online learning and things like that. We'd like to thank Ms. Cornwell for joining us today and talking to us about um, the different things that we can look mm-hmm. for, how the distance learning is going, um, and giving us some tips and tricks on how to make this successful. Um, we appreciate her time, and she has been such a wonderful resource to reach out to. Yeah, she really has been. And I, we got a little emotional there at the beginning, and it's just that human element of school is it's so underappreciated maybe. I don't know if underappreciated or, but it's unbelievable how much that human element comes into all of this. It really is. Right. And we know school is so much more than just learning and going to, Uh to learn something. It's, it's about meeting people and learning how to interact and how to read emotions and, um, you know, going to, getting to school on time and, and, you know, so we miss all of that yeah. when we're doing it online. Really and, miss, and, and you could tell Miss Cornwell is, she really misses her kiddos. Yeah. And I, I'm sure all of our teachers yes. miss our kiddos. We have very passionate teachers. So. I think everyone in this building, I mean, even the janitor, you know, we're walking around talking with Mr. Derek and Jonathan and, and they want to see the kids too. So it's not just our teachers who are missing everywhere. It's every, this building is missing. The bricks and mortar of this building are missing. The, the life of the building is missing. Yeah. The heart, the heartbeat of the building. Yeah, it really is. Um, so it was just wonderful to hear a teacher's perspective. Uh, as we're wrapping up today, we want to remind everyone out there, check Craven County Schools, their website, uh, their Instagram page, their Twitter account. Follow them on social media for all the updates and information as kind of school and this distance online learning continues to evolve and school continues to evolve every day. And as they continue to post information, they put it on all of their social media sites. And um, as Brinson, we try to share that on our social media as well. So make sure you go and like Brinson's Facebook page and then check our website because we're uploading things as well. Yeah, the school website, right? right? Yes. Absolutely. Well, I think that does it for us today. Uh, Again, we want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in and listening to us. Be sure to stay in touch. And we can be reached. Uh, Here at Brinson. Yep. Um, The school's number is 514-6431. And then we can be reached via email as well. Check the school's website because we both have complicated names. Yeah. First name dot last name at Craven K-12 org. And as always, if you need us, come find us. Um, this is David Swick. I'm the school psychologist. And here. Natasha Arbella Fredericks, the school counselor. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope you guys enjoyed it. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.